three, two, one. Okay, we are clear. Ready to go live in five, four. Cue the talent, three. Hey, I said cue the talent. Two, and one. Sports fans and collectors nationwide and abroad, it's time to get hype. Come on! Come on! Come on! Come on! About the hobby we are all a part of. Live from the Mojo Break Studios, it's Dan and Doug. Come on! So, get hype. This is the hype. What is going down, everybody? It is time for MojoBreak.com's The Hype. We're back with episode 72. We got a lot of stuff to talk about today. Oh. We got. First off the line, we have somebody that created a bot for first off the line. We're going to talk a little bit about year in review, Bowman draft, early sales, what if with the other sports that don't have draft products, and transcendent. Uh, C-Rad's extremely happy. Nathan Peterman to the Raiders. Boom. Franchise quarterback. Dude, wow. he, he freaking has the one of the highest completion percentages in the league so I'm, I'm extremely happy man i mean Derek carr wow run for your money nathan peterman coming at you i got a question about the raiders what happened to aj mccarron um i think uh, he's working at a hardy's cool slinging those burgers i don't know I, I think he's still on the team aj mccarron so they got nathan peterman to back up aj mccarron aj you know what nathan peterman he must like interview real well he must like shine some shoes he must like clean people's rooms for him. You like you need anything else? He's, he's got like, a lot. He's got a lot going on above the shoulders. Above the shoulder type yeah. of guy. Yeah, yeah. he's he's, a, he's, he's above really the shoulders good. type of guy. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so anyway, so we got the uh, seventy-two tops football there. Ray May representing the show. Um, man, that might be the best afro and sideburn combination that I've ever seen on a on a football card, let alone any kind of other card. So thank you guys for tuning in. We also have this version available via podcast, and you can listen to any of our prior episodes uh, through podcast as well. If you're at the gym, if you're driving on a long drive, stuck in traffic, like especially if you're from areas that have a lot of traffic, like the Bay Area or L.A., uh, just uh, and you like this hobby, listen to our show. Give it a give it a try and uh, play it in your car. So thanks for tuning in. We've got uh, lots of stuff to do uh, talk about today and break today. Optic football is uh, releasing today. We've already done a couple breaks of it. And we have a special code for any of our pick-your-team style breaks on our website. We have code BESTPOD18 for 15% off any team style breaks. That'll work for Bowman's Best that's coming out on Friday. That'll work for Optic Football pick-your-team style breaks today. So use that, load up. We don't do 15% off coupons very often, so uh, it's going to expire at any time. So I would uh, head on over to the site if you could and uh, uh, grab your spot. So... Uh, Dan, the, the Rams are on a losing streak now. It's official. I know I said before it was a losing streak, but now it's officially a losing streak. Are you on panic mode? So cool. Um, <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got a lot to say over there, Marshawn Lynch. Uh-huh. 
Niners on a winning streak. Rams on a losing streak. It's a good day. It's a good Christmas is around the corner. I hope you guys got your shopping done. And uh, you know, maybe in a couple weeks the Rams won't even be in the playoffs. I don't know. You know, they may not. Make, they may not make it. They may like say, "Hey, you lost too many games in a row. You're not in the playoffs anymore." Uh huh. <laughs> you got nothing to say. Well, first, yeah, there, there's nothing. Nothing better than a, a Niner fans just can't. They just can't take it. They they win a couple games and they're just like, "Here we go again." And we're just the best team in December. We're so good. If if the season was only four games. Only in December, <laughs> we'd be the best. We'd be the best. Um, you're, uh, yeah, whatever. The, the Rams play the Niners. It's gonna be a meaningful game. They're gonna destroy them. We I'm always gonna, win in December. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be there. It's not gonna be December at that point. Well, no, it'll yeah, be, we'll a be, it'll be the thirtieth. Yeah, last yeah. day in December. Um, yeah, if Kyle Shanahan could just figure it out, you know, September through November, you guys may be a playoff team. That's right. That's right. Nick Mullins, baby. You guys want him? He, Nick, he might be better than Jared Goff. I don't know. Nick, Mull be Nick Mullins may be better than Jimmy Garoppolo. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Maybe you guys can do more of a, a quarterback by committee. Maybe uh, two downs. That's a thought. Two downs, you have Garoppolo. Third down, you bring in the big Nick Mullins. <laughs> what about Beathard? Um, and if you can't find Nick Mullins, you just go out and you get Tomas Hurdle from the Sharks. Looks just like him. Throw a Niner helmet on him. And he's good to go. Same guy. Checking fools. Well, first off the line, we'll start with our first topic. First off the line, Contenders released today, and it was sold out in two minutes. This is the 2018 Contenders football first off the line. And the exclusive first off the line in this is going to be a red auto, just like last year. So, But last year, they were on Panini's website for months before they actually sold out. This year, two minutes, sold out, gone. And the interesting thing about this is that the first off the line is not numbered. So we don't know how many boxes they made. They could have made five, six, seven thousand boxes. Who knows? Probably not that many. But it sold out in two minutes. My experience, I got three boxes. Dan got three boxes. It was actually a pretty fast interaction, transaction, faster than I've ever had before. So I was hopeful that I was able to, I was going to be able to grab more. And what we do with them is we put them in breaks for you guys. So you guys get to experience that product a couple days early. Plus chase those exclusives but it sold out so it sold out ridiculously quick in my opinion what was your thoughts it was me it was uh the dan bot <laughs> got uh i got i got a thousand boxes they made they made 1350 i got a thousand <laughs> you got all of them the dan bot <laughs> the, the dan bot the dan bot is it just like a picture of your face it's <laughs> yeah so yeah ba it's a gif I, I it's a gif of my face and i send it out to everybody and it just it just eats panini boxes it just goes at it well, then how are the cards in good shape if they eat them? You know, like metaphorically speaking, <laughs> eating. <laughs> well, I wanted to talk about this Twitter account that just popped up. It's at uh, PaniniBot, so you can check it out yourself. And um, I have some thoughts, mostly bad, about this, and I wanted to share with you guys. And I wanted to get your guys' opinion on this. So if you're not familiar with what a bot is in other industries, they have like the Supreme Bot for the website Supreme that they have limited edition shirts and shoes. And basically what it is is it's a bot that fast populates all the fields it takes to check out for an item. So at like lightning speed, basically. So um, a lot of websites have put things into place to stop bots. I know Nike does a whole other different program than um, a checkout process mm -hmm. to prevent bots. So Panini Bot uh, popped up and um, I had a lot of questions for him. 
And uh, I don't know if they necessarily answered them. You can see the interaction through our Twitter, uh, through tweets and replies on, on, on Panini Bot. So this person basically is providing, from what I understand, and uh, they're providing a service that they're going to charge you a little bit more than Panini's website price in order to secure and guarantee a box. Um, I want to see what you guys think. In my opinion, this is cheating. There's a lot of this is this is to me this is similar to pack searching. This is this is just an unfair advantage. It's like a it's like athletes and steroids. It's an unfair advantage to use this, and then the average Joes that are just trying to get a box don't get it. So, do you think it's okay to have an advantage on buying something that's probably going to be worth at least a hundred dollars more than you buy it for? Is it okay to have something? to cheat what do you guys think so dan what do you what are your initial thoughts are you you gonna take the other uh, side of the coin here (laughs) me being in the bot industry (laughs) and uh i've made bots for you know phones shoes i haven't though um i can't even i can't even mess with it i'm trying i'm trying to take the other The, the argument is that the person who's making the bot is going to be like, well, I'm being capitalistic. I see an opportunity to basically provide a service and a service that people are willing to pay for. So I get it from that standpoint. In this industry, with this specific releases, I it, it's it's not something. I I was having this discussion with you on Monday. We were we were hanging out, actually waiting for FedEx. And I was telling you that first off the line, if you think in 10 years first off the line is going to exist, I I think you're high. First off the line exists right now because every single rookie class that comes out is hot. What are we going to do if it's a 2013 football rookie class and nobody's really chasing anybody? You're going to put contenders up there and it's going to be up there for six, seven months. Why do I need a bot? So you build your business model around this item that's scarce. What are you going to do when it's not scarce? Right. Well, I mean, I get it. It's it's a quick it's a quick way to jump on the hype, try to make some money, but it's not a sound business model. It's not a sound business plan. I I don't even care about business plan. I I, I have no qualms with somebody creating businesses in this hobby. I mean, obviously, we have created a business in this hobby. But I have problem with people cheating, and that's simply what this is. This is an absolute well, cheating strategy. Do you, why don't? Well, why don't if you? I if have go I, go, I ha- go get go get a bot, and then it, then then it's not cheating. If everybody had a bot, then it wouldn't be cheating. I mean, honestly, I can tell you right now, I am fairly confident that this guy is not the only bot that no. is buying Panini product from from their site when the first off the line releases. It's not the only he is the only one who is trying to market the service. market the service and make it a business, which is a it, in my opinion, a terrible idea, especially in this industry. Nobody is going to jump on board with you like you are going to get blackballed. It, it, it's not it's not going to work. It's it's absolutely 100 percent not going to work, not going to work. I mean, and we're in a, you know, an older industry, so to speak, you know, where it's it's kind of baseball cards and collecting is wholesome. And I don't want to use the cliche as it's American as apple pie, but that's probably what 
I'm trying to say here is that everybody kind of wants honesty, and there's a lot of scamming going on in this. So the moment that something like this comes up, it's not cool. It's the same as pack searching. Why should somebody have an un, uh, unfair advantage to profit? And a lot of these guys that are using this are probably trying to profit. My Mike, getting back to this specific this specific account, this expect. Uh, specific person who's doing it. I don't know how many people are behind it, but what, why would you provide this service? If you're getting all these boxes and you're able to flip them for $262 and 50 cents, why would you sell it for $175? Why wouldn't you just buy them all and then flip them? Obviously there's a demand for them, right? So why wouldn't you just flip them all? It, it's basically because we already, we also talked about this. This guy's probably already did it. He ran up a pretty significant credit card bill, and now he's like, I don't want to have to front the money to to do this every time. I want to get the money as the transactions are happening. Right. And that's what we think is happening. If you are listening to the podcast, you don't see this on the screen. So their latest tweet today was, we were able to secure 42 boxes of 2018 first off-the-line contenders football upon release. Average checkout time was 32 seconds. Panini Bot completed 14 transactions in 6 seconds. Average resale on eBay is 262.50 per box. Our customers were able to secure their boxes for $175 per box. Now, mind you, the boxes are sold for 144. So they're basically profiting $31, which yes, they are leaving money on the table. But what's to stop them on the next release to build up some capital and charge a little bit more, a little well, bit more yeah, that, every time? That's that's what they're going That the only reason why they sold them for 175 a box this time is because they're trying to gain traction. And obviously with the the Twitter conversation they were having with us and a and a couple other people in the industry, of course they're going to go 175. You think they're going to go, all right, we secured boxes and we sold them for, for 220. They're trying to basically do this and make the least amount of money that they can justify making. But wouldn't that be a conflict of interest? Uh, because they're like, oh, wow, well, man, we got 45 boxes, but they're double the price on this release. Like, we got 42 flawless first off the lines for, oh, well, let's just refund those people their money. You know what I'm saying? That Wouldn't that be a conflict of interest? Like, big time, right? Because, I, I mean, I, you're, you're looking at the dollar of, sign. There's a lot of things about it that, that I think they're going to get in trouble for. One, they're using the first off the line um, picture. I don't think Panini's in a – obviously, Panini may not know about them yet. They will know about them soon. Yeah. Um, I don't think they can use Panini's likeness and any of their logos and trademarks. Uh, I'm looking at their logo right there. I know it's just a PB, but that's the Panini P, kind of that yeah. they use. It is, it's their font. It's the yellow and red. It's yeah. the yellow and red, and it's their their font. They're, I mean, I don't I don't know why you would be dumb enough to call it Panini Bot. Like, well, why wouldn't you just say Trading Card Bot, Sports Card Bot? D don't don't do that. Yeah, because you could actually parlay it into a, maybe a Tops Now situation you as could, well. You could do it. You. I'm know. just giving somebody I, a business idea. Yeah, I mean, it, and I and I don't have any problem. I just want to say I don't have any problem with somebody that has multiple people trying. Hey, that's fine because that's humans trying to get the boxes. I, if you had a family of fifty and you had fifty people trying to get the boxes, that is okay. That is that is not cheating in my opinion. Now, maybe some people don't have the luxury of having fifty people trying. We're at a disadvantage here on the West Coast at eight a.m. Like you know, 
I'm pretty sure like I don't like some of the big East Coast dealers have their whole shipping team in trying to get the boxes like we're trying to do. I'm trying to wake my kids up and, and get ready to go to the office to break that day. And I'm trying to and same thing with Dan minus the kids trying to wake up and get his coffee, whatever he's doing. He's we got to get these boxes at 8 a.m. So we have a slight disadvantage. But what I'm saying is if you or if like, hey, maybe you take a typing class or. Say you already have all that stuff pre-populated on a notepad so to make it faster. That's fine. You're still a human doing it. This is a bot. It's not. It's cheating. It's, 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 it's an unfair advantage. It's how is it fair to the rest of the customers? It's the same thing as pack searching. You go in and you only you get the hits because you're pack searching. So it's not, you know, screw everybody else behind you. And this is a community. This hobby is a community. So you've got to think about other people. And that's my biggest I, problem with having a bot. I got a question for you. How many... On the hot releases, how many of the first off the line do you think is purchased by a bot? How percentage wise? I don't even know. Fifty percent? Yeah, I, I, and I think it wouldn't surprise me if there's some fairly big players in this industry who are using a bot. Yeah, that they went out and I mean, we were talking about it. You probably contact somebody, have them write code for five to a thousand dollars. You can get a bot that's going to specifically work for that that site. Now, we have some ideas that we're probably going to share with Panini to prevent being able to use a bot. Yeah, there's there's ways that they can they can prevent this. So so hopefully Panini is tuned in. So we're we're on it. We're I on mean, it because we're, we're the we're the bot police. We are. We're the bot police. I'm going to start a bot police Twitter account. I think. But <laughs> what I wanted to use is an example in real life. So let's just say Best Buy, you know, doing that Black Friday sale. They're doing a 120-inch TV oh, at 50 bucks. I know you're going with this. 120-inch TV at 50 bucks, but they only have one for the store, so you got to line up early. So what if somebody went out there and put a robot in the front of the line and then went and just enjoyed their Thanksgiving, ate with their family, and then come 1.30 a.m. when Best Buy opens up their doors, you see this robot sitting there, and the guy goes, Pulls the robot away, and now he's first in line. So you just sat there in line for seven hours, but this dude had a robot, maybe a Roomba. Maybe it's just I, a Roomba. I, I like the, maybe it's a Roomba. I like the idea of a Roomba with a like a cardboard cutout of a face and like a GoPro. <laughs> just like conversating with people. Conversating. Just hey, bro, like, you're getting a little too close. I'm first in line. Like with the little two-way there like we have with some of our uh, our cameras here in the shop. Like you can basically. Like a Nest Cam. Like a Nest Cam. And just sit there and just talk to people. Turn around every once in a while and be like, hey, how long you been out here for? Just well, that, you know, at that point, it's somewhat human. I don't know if you can get in trouble for that. You you can you're, get you're there no you're there because you're gonna there somebody's gonna kick that robot to the curb what are you gonna do is it that, ro is there such thing as a robot violence I I don't I don't I don't, I don't know but you're de but you're destroying other people's property but it can't, it, their property is not it's not on their on their grounds now but it's on it it's on well that's a whole other conversation hey, but that's the same thing that's the same thing when, I'm just saying theoretically say, say I don't think I, anybody's really gonna do that but. say my say my car is parked in Best Buy's parking lot and somebody goes up and just starts breaking the windows out they can get in trouble for that right well yeah but what's the difference of my Roomba in holding my place in line and you start damaging it you're damaging my property that could be my car too yeah, but if somebody lo loses $100 on the floor and somebody takes it, you can't go file a police that they took your $100. Somebody could just take I, your Roomba. But how can you prove that was, 
that was how could you prove that was your hundred dollars? Yeah, we can go on a we can go on a whole other rant about that. Or I'm if somebody, like, I could prove that it was my Roomba because it has my face on or it. Or better yet, if it's a real person, say you were at the Cold Stone line and it was forty people deep. You just had your steak at Black Angus. And you're going for dessert and you're like, God damn, it's forty people deep at this Cold Stone. I got to get my birthday cake, uh, you know, ice cream. And some dude just comes in underneath the ground and pops up right in front of you the line. He just he just had a tunnel. He dug a tunnel. He dug a tunnel <laughs> to, to get his ice cream. I mean, that's the same thing. I, I think the tunnel may take longer than the line. <laughs> well, maybe he was a mall employee and there was this, there was vents underneath the floor and he figured out a way to pop up right in front of you in line. Would that be cool? No, it wouldn't. That's the same thing as a bot. You can't. It's just not fair. So and uh, I know we're really indulging in this topic here, but I'm just it just it, it hits me home because it, I did or. How many people hate when you're when you're getting off on an on ramp, right? Or you're getting off on an off ramp on the freeway, and there's 40 people deep, and you're just going five miles an hour on the off ramp. We all know this guy, the guy that comes in all the way. He's coming in at 50, and he goes all the way, and he forces himself in. How many middle fingers does that guy get? That's the people with the bot. It's the same thing. Do you like that guy? Do you? Honk I, I'm at actually. Him? I'm actually trying. I'm trying to visualize exactly what you're talking about. I'm not. Okay, you're on a, you're in traffic and you're on you're you're on the freeway, but you're getting off the freeway to go to the mall. Okay, and, and it's holiday season, so there's 60 cars getting off okay, the freeway. Yeah, and then and then okay. that dude cuts all the way he over goes all the way to the top, and then just like basically puts the front of his car right yeah. in line. So like I'm Not, like if you're gonna have to hit me, I'm getting in. Yeah, yeah. And what makes that guy? Why does he get to go to the front? So that's what I'm saying. Why do these people with bots get to get to the front? I don't know. Tell us, C Rad. Why do you do that? <laughs> This is greedy. <laughs> Jordan, yes, we got plenty of box breaks, so we have Optic coming up next. But uh, anyways, that was just my rant on bots in general. I have, you know, just commerce should not be handled by a personal assistant. How are the Yankees sold out every baseball break, usually by the same guy on most breaks, same issue? Is that specifically our site, or is that all the sites? Yankees are the most popular team. Well, actually, uh, the Yankees were available today, so they were available for a whole week on our site for Bowman Draft oh, until yeah. today. So, well, but uh, but, some you, but sometimes, I mean, usually, I mean, usually Yankees are going to be a team that's going to go fast. And you're dealing with an item that has you're dealing with stock that has one item as opposed to stock that has thousands of items. So, and yeah, somebody that could well, I know on websites this this may be illegal too is. Well, it's not illegal, but some people have those alerts when somebody edits their website. So you can do that in, like through um, like a blogging thing where it, anytime somebody edits it, well, I could edit a blog and, and instead of putting up a product and you'd get a notification. It'd be super annoying. And also like and that's with anything that's edited on the site. So anytime we put another product up, anytime we discount a product and on break days, we're discounting all day long. So you'd be getting like notifications all day long on that. So I don't know. There's probably ways that you can figure out how to, you know, edit it to where you only, it's only one specific blog post that it's looking for. But I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, mean, I, I know for a fact that with our PYT breaks, it's not the same people who get the teams every time. No. And, and I do specifically, I don't tell anybody when we're posting, I believe it. Believe me, I I actually had people that have offered me thousands of dollars to buy all of one team. Like, let's just use Pacers for example. Some guys like, 
I want the Pacers and all your immaculate breaks. I'm like, well, you got to get in line when it gets posted. You got to be first to buy. It. He's like, no, I'll just give you the money now. I'm like, it doesn't work that way. It's first come, first serve. So, and we've always stood by that as breakers because we don't want to show favoritism. I don't care if you spend a million dollars or if you spend ten. You got to be first to get it. And that's why that's why this hits me so hard about the first off the line stuff because I've never ran my business that way. We've never ran our business that way. And I also try to post things at different times for that reason, so that people are on the different East Coast, West Coast, international. It, it, just whoever's first to come and, and grab it. But um, I wanted to get into uh, the next segment. I know we took a little bit of time on that one, but uh, we're going to be doing a uh, product of the year show coming up, probably first show in January, because we do have some releases still coming up that would qualify for the 2018. So I want to know what's your favorite product. It could be baseball, football, basketball, hockey for the year of 2018. What product did you like the best? So contribute in the chat live, or you could put it on the comments on the YouTube video or send us a message at uh, on Twitter at mojobreak underscore com. And while we're on the topic of awards, our friends at GoGTS are doing 2018 Sports and Entertainment Collectibles Hobby Awards Survey. So we're actually nominated. We're honored to be nominated for Best Live Show for the Hype. So if you guys could, if you already haven't done it already, I know I've been talking about it. If you could vote for the Hype, and then there's also Favorite Breaker. If you could fill in Mojo Break. It's a 70-question survey, so it takes you know, a couple minutes, but it also has all those products, too, that you can vote for. Lots of different categories. It's a very in-depth um, re- uh, award show, so fill it all out. You can find it at GoGTS.com. Uh, I'll put it in the link of the show and on the podcast, so you can just click on it. It'll take you there. So, you know, it, it always will help new collectors, too, that, uh, you know, they find out what's the best baseball product. So, you know, people that don't know what to buy sometimes can find these awards and say, hey, I'm going to buy that because it won an award. So, and we'll do our own version, too, because we're going to have a different opinion since we break. So, uh, but that being said, I wanted to just do some kind of wacky stuff. Um, the 40 biggest songs of 2018 so far. So we're going to switch to music. We're music no. guys. No. We're music guys. I don't listen so to that. Move, oh. move that off the screen. I, 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 first, I want to ask. I want I to I, I introduce your musical taste to our audience, Dan. Okay. And C-Rad. I, so off the top of your dome, five bands that are your favorite. Oh, dude, I can't. I can't do that. You can't, you can't, you can't name five? I, but, yeah, music is it's, it's too personal. I mean, I'll, I'll name off a couple. I'll name off a couple. But... <laughs> <laughs> But that's hard because top hundred then. No, <laughs> top we're, we're, gonna, add, we're, we gonna, go. we're gonna postpone the breaks. All right, Machine Head, Seven Dust, um, and I feel like I'm gonna have to probably keep it going with that genre. Metallica, um, really, I Godsmack would probably be in there. Uh, Papa Roach, and uh, yeah, that's a. Uh, Kind of pigeonholed myself there. It's all just one genre. All I like, just one genre. You know, I'm not gonna lie, man. I like to get in the pit sometimes and throw some elbows. Uh, <laughs> you're just a, you're a creature of habit. I think you do the same thing every day. You wear the same shirt every day. I I do. So I, I mean, well, you know, why listen to new music? I don't want to have to think about what I have to wear. Plus, I I'm work. I'm branded. I got I got to I got to be Brett like you with the transcendent hat. If you could only see the back of it, <laughs> my head's too big. It's a snapback. That's why I only wear fitted hats. C-Rad, five, uh, introduce your musical taste. I think some people have heard it on the feed uh, when you're doing breaks. but uh, Yeah, I play all kind of wild stuff on the feed, but you mean just like current day? Like I mean, just I, just uh, you could be a mix of both, like what you've been listening to a lot, uh, what you've listened to all time. Uh, uh, I've, been, I've, been, uh, I've been listening to a lot of Police. Does that count? <laughs> like the Police or the band? No, no. 
The the police, the band, the police. Oh, okay. I thought they, I know you live in Campbell. There's been some shootings. I thought oh. you were listening <laughs> to the sirens going on. You know, if you uh, if you rock a sick beat underneath the uh, you know the the horn the, the sirens. Yeah. You know. Hey, man, that's that could be like a new you know little hook right there. Surprised there's never been a hip hop with with sirens in the background. There had we had the shotgun. The the shotgun. I'm sure there is. I'm there sure. Ha- there I'm has, sure some mumble, there has to mumble be, rappers. There has have had to be it. some like sirens incorporated in the beat and melody. Yeah, there yeah. definitely is for sure. So, what do you think, C. Rad? What's your what's your uh, what's your take? I mean, even if you have a couple, I mean, what's uh? Yeah, um, right. I mean, right now, I'll, I'll go some of the stuff I listen to right now. R. Kelly? No, nah, hell no. <laughs> I did. I do like R. Kelly songs, some of them, but um, I don't approve of what what he does. Though. But uh, anyways. Uh, right now, I mean, I listen to Drake like a lot of other people. I listen to, um, I listen to a lot of Nipsey Hussle. I listen to, um, is that Nipsey Russell or Nipsey Hussle? Oh, I have. He's from LA. Actually, one of my favorite rappers of all time. Um, mo- kind of more modern day is the game. Uh, okay. So yeah, pretty much. I, I listen to a lot of hip hop, but I do listen to other. I listen to a lot of pop music too. Nice. Um, so BSB. Yes, Backstreet definitely. Boys. Um, I have a few crossovers with Dan, Machine Head, and uh, Seven Dust. Um, I've actually been listening to a lot of Post Malone, believe it or not. Um, uh, Drake, I got, I like Drake's new album, uh, but old school hip hop is kind of what raised me. Wu Tang. Um, I was a West Coast guy with E40, um, Tupac, Too Short, uh, a lot of the Bay Area. I try to represent, like, listen to the music where I'm from. I'm very proud of where I'm from, so I listen to a lot of the Bay Area stuff. Any Bay Area band that comes up. Uh, I like to listen to but that's pretty much it i ha- i listen to country i listen to pretty much everything but uh depending on what kind of mood i'm in see th- that's the thing about music it's really tough because you go through different cycles of of like what you're listening to in your life yeah like totally. i mean I, but with me it's like a it's a month-to-month thing yeah like you know i get into like a, a 70s classic rock kick i get into like an 80s like i was listening to like a lot of funk like james brown like you know, Bootsy Collins stuff. What about you guys? What are some of your bands and stuff that uh, Simon posted in the chat and what he likes, which Rammstein, Duhas, one of the greatest guitarists of all time. I agree there. Slayer, Cradle of Filth. Um, haven't gotten into Cradle of Filth, but a big Slayer uh, Season of the Abyss album fan. Max from the Bay Area. Most people aren't going to know what this is, but whatever KML plays stuck in the 90s. Yes. <laughs> Should we Gomez? Should we Gomez? Is there KML and like, is Hot 97.7 still a thing? No, no, no. no. Cameo still. Shout I, out to Chewy. He still has. It's hot. Hot ninety-seven sevens. Not a not not a thing anymore, huh? I, I don't think so. But Damn. who listens to FM radio anymore anyway? I, really? I mean, jeez. I know. Uh, I know. There's KRTY. That's still around, right? Uh, it is. Well, let me. Uh, before, so we've named our musical. I just want to see before you go to the next screen because I don't. That's the answers. I want to see if Dan can name a top forty song oh, from this year. Hell no. Can you name one song? Uh, Taylor Swift. Which one? I I have to name a song. Yeah. No. 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 No Taylor Swift. Okay, this year. wait. Hold up. Hold no, up, no, 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 no. Taylor has definitely been in top four. Uh, no, no, I'm Ed, saying this year. Okay, no. okay, 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 okay. Uh, Ed Sheeran, "Shape of You." Yes. Woo! Wow. It's absolutely on there. Okay. How about how no, about? No, 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 dude. There has to be a Taylor Swift song. In the I, top 40, I don't dude. see it on there, dude. Unless I, I don't I don't exactly have 34, 35, 36, 37 on there, but oh, can't, okay. can't believe I did. How, that. how about you, C. Rad? You probably get a few of them. Yeah, I could I could definitely get some. I, I mean, I saw the first one, so I was kind of cheating, but um, I'll, I'll try to name one that's not one of the first few that I actually did look at. Uh, let's see. Um, we'll, we'll get back into sports sure. cards, Cardi too, guys. B, dude. 
Cardi B's on there. Yeah, yeah, she's on there a couple but, times. But, Cardi B and Bad Bunny with I Like It mm-hmm. is on there. Uh, you go to the next screen now. There's just some people that, man, I mean, you start getting older and some of this new music comes out and you're like, what in the hell? Who the hell is Dua Lipa? So, oh, dude, she has some of the biggest songs ever, dude. Uh, well, I'm assuming the IDGAF, I, I think I know what that means. So, <laughs> who that was song number eight, uh, song number 10. Who are these people? Uh, Drake's all up in it. Um, there's a, dude, you actually, dude, I found your new band, dude. Song number 20, Rams. The artist is Rams. <laughs> L.A. Rams, let's go. With Barking. A With a Z? Um, I don't know who Jess Glenn is. So Eminem's on there. Lots of Post Malone. But, yeah, best songs of 2018. Maroon 5 featuring Cardi B. Yeah, she's is that a, Is that a – really? Mm-hmm. She's man, huge, what? Man. Probably, probably not going to be real popular here, but what happened to Maroon 5? Their first album, really, really good. Oh, they changed the pop. They changed with the times. It's they, might, ter- they, like, they like making money. It's terrible. In your opinion, but Every, it's not no, terrible to the masses, obviously. Their, their first album, good, solid, rock and roll. I don't know what the hell it is now. Yeah, and it probably went hot dog, and these are going multi-plot. No, 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 so. no. What, what was it when they first came out? Alter- what was it? It was, was it more rock. It was, it, was, uh, it was just harder to, harder to breathe. What was it was the, good. Da, 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 I think it was know. called uh, Songs of Jane, Jane. Something like that. Something like that. Songs about Jane. Songs about Jane. And yeah. It's a great album. I mean, it was a good rock album. Hey, Freaky Friday, number 14. I like that little Dicky, Chris Brown. It's a good song. Hell yeah. Very creative. So we've got some uh, people in the chat. B- uh, uh, BC Boys, Tribe Called Quest, De La Soul, love it. J. Cole, uh, Wu-Tang, Nas, Illimatic. That's a, that, dude, that's a beast album right there. Um, I was, I know it wasn't on Illimatic, but If I Ruled the World was one of my favorite jams growing up. Uh, Mac Miller, Soundgarden. Soundgarden's a good one. There we go. So... <laughs> One more crazy topic before we go on to more sports cards, which we're going to talk about Bowman Draft early sales, and we're going to talk about Transcendent as well. But uh, so I'm like, you know, I started looking at this music. I feel, man, I'm old. You know, I need to, you know, maybe be more tuned to what's going on. So most popular slang words used by teenagers on social media in 2018. So we're going to go through a few of them. I'm not going to dwell on some of this because we're going to we're going to get like this is stupid. But uh, I, I like the first one, which yeah. has a Dave Chappelle are we picture. Gonna have, are we going to have to guess these two? No. So uh, <laughs> sus. Sus is the number one Urban Dictionary trending slang word, and it's for suspect. So instead of – because suspect's such a long word to say for this generation. So they're saying like, That's hey – It's the most popular? It's the most popular according to yourtango.com. Sus. So if you were – somebody was – Casing your house, you're like, man, that's sus, man. Oh, like you can't say suspect. Mm. That's just too long of a nah, word. Yeah, I don't like that. What's number two? Let's keep going. Let's keep going. <laughs> keep going. That one's snatched, um, but it's not snatched like grabbing. It's uh, uh you could read it in there. It's uh, it's it's like it's it's good. Like man, those clothes those those clothes you're wearing are snatched, man. Like stolen. I think that's what it's referring to in its true meaning, but I think it's like on fleek. It's like snatched. No, no, thing. no, no. You got to go back when you say on fleek that you got to. Well, fleek was 2017, well, man. But, but what, did, what did on fleek mean? Like that was like like tight, right? Yeah, like, like your eyebrows are on fleek, man. That's clean. Clean. Yeah, so like this nice. year, it, your eyebrows like, are, are snatched. No, okay, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so fleek kind of took over what used to be dope. Yeah, or rad. Or rad. Well, rad, 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 rad. Rad. Rad's in my vocabulary. Who that's... used rad growing up? Did you say, have you said rad? Dan's probably used rad more times than he said duh. Sometimes. I use I use rad. Rad is the go-to. That's it's my era. And then boots apparently is a negative. That's a negative. 
So, be, which I kind of agree because I think Uggs are ugly. So I guess Boots is like, man, that's that shirt you're wearing is Boots. Like it's, it's ugly. I think it's short for boot, Bootsy. Boots. Ah, right? Bootsy. There you go. Okay. So Boots. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. This is hot. The hot topic. Um, sis, I guess because bro got used so many times that we're using sis now. Like sister? Yeah. So according to Pop Sugar, sis is the new bro. However, you have <laughs> used bro before you can use sis. Th- so I you do, have to say. Okay. So I, you have to say. I'll, you mad, bro, sis? No, no, no. Oh, you have to say I'll, bro, sis. Yeah, like bro, sis. I'm gonna interject here. This this list got this completely wrong. So <laughs> <laughs> sis is not the new bro. But sis is the way that women refer to each other instead of saying bro. But that's that's been around for a while, right? So what do we, we just took the T-E-R off there? Yep. And this one's good. It's kind of R-rated, but um, hunty. It's honey and the C word together. So it's a, it's a nicer way of saying the C word, calling a female the C word. Oh, but, but it, means, it means the C word. Yeah, it means maybe you're not quite there at the C word. You're like... Uh-huh. You're like borderline. Yeah, yeah. You're borderline. You're borderline. Yeah, C-word. you're not full c-word. Not full c-word. Hunty. You're a hunty. <laughs> and then af now because you know every, all the teenagers use af, which I was hip to that. You know, like man, that, <laughs> that text is hilarious. <laughs> uh, Dad, what does lit mean? Um, like hot. Mom and dad teaching each other slang is lit af. <laughs> so a- as I get as it. the f word. Uh, doggo or puppo? I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know what that means. Uh, these terms, cutesy way of saying dog and puppy. So you got, I gotta go feed my doggo at home or my puppo. That's kind of weird. Mm. All right, Stan is a way to calling fans. You can thank Eminem for that. Mm. Um, this isn't, this isn't new. Swole? I've heard swole in in, in high school. Man, that guy's working out. He's swole. Dude, I will say that my daughter, she's she's ten years old. She oh, like she's the queen of memes. Like. She'll tell me about a meme. I'm like, what? Like, I don't even like, I don't even feel that old. But like, she'll tell me stuff. I'm like, what? That's a meme. What? <laughs> I'm about to be there with my. She's already on YouTube, but doesn't show me any memes yet. Um, at, yeah, we can kind of keep going. O- OTP is uh, uh, what does OTP mean? It says right there, one true pairing. So I guess it's a Harry Potter gemini- ger- generation. Clap back. I've heard. So that means like, reply back to me. Like, hey, how's it going? Clap back. Means like, get back to me. Yeah, it's dumb. So um, I think all the other ones are kind of lame. So, but uh, just figured I'd uh, you know brush up on my game on the new slang, um, which they're all pretty lame. So I yeah, think I'll, I, I'll just remain. This one, this one's not that. It's not that. Oh, turnt. Go to turnt. Turnt's a good one. I might oh wait, start using dude, turnt. I've been using adulting for a long time. Adulting, yeah, that's a new slang. No, we we were using that in uh in one of the nationals. Yeah, yeah, we were. It was uh, Atlantic City. Not, yep. not a lot of d- adulting going on. Yeah, keeping it 100. So that's some of the slang words. But uh, yeah, this is pretty isn't, sus. Isn't 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 <laughs> hip like sliding into the sliding into your DM? Yeah, it sounds weird. Doesn't that sound awkward? Isn't, I'm gonna slide into that girl's DMs. <laughs> that sounds but, like it's creepy. But that's but that that's hip, right? Yeah, that's very, what, that's very. what that's how you and that's like how you uh, how you mac in the in social media. Is that how it is? I think that's how it is. Oh, okay. So. I mean, I'm not. I don't. I could be wrong, but I think so. Right. Just trying to get some. Trying to get some. <laughs> that was from yourtango.com. <laughs> Given their. Uh, yeah, they, do they don't use that one? We should try try to get our our own slang trend. Dude, um, that list was completely sus. <laughs> <laughs> it was the only one I could find. So sorry. I actually completely forgot them all. Already, and I, um, I'm gonna go on living my life. <laughs> you want, you want that ten minutes of your life back? <laughs> no, I'm just gonna go on living my life like it never happened. 
So Bowman Draft, 2018 Bowman Draft, back on the sports cards. If any of you guys are still listening, people on the podcast were like, dude, I didn't know I was going to hear about slang, dude. I downloaded the damn sports card podcast. Bowman Draft Baseball uh, released on Friday. We've done like 14 or 15 cases of the of the uh, uh, jumbo and a couple cases of the super jumbo. And I was just looking at some early sales, and uh, Nolan Gorman is leading the pack. So St. Louis Cardinals prospect Nolan Gorman. Base are selling for 120, which is pretty high, and uh, gold refractors going for around 1200. I just highlighted some of the three guys. Nick Madrigal is uh, base is selling for like 60, which pretty good price, I think. And golds are selling for about 400. Now golds are the gold refractors number to 50. And I'm talking about true golds. There's gold waves. Gold waves aren't going to sell for as much as the gold. Dude's got a terrible auto. The more I look at I it, like how, do you, how do you say that's a good auto? That's it is. a terrible looking auto. It's like art form. That's dude. a terrible looking auto. That is a nice auto. That's a terrible dude. You don't poll have- is Nick Madrigal's auto sucker. Do you like it? You don't. You don't do you have- like Nick Madrigal's auto? Remember this phrase. You don't. Have to, I, you don't I like it better than Jared Kalenic's auto. You don't have to lie to kick it. <laughs> That's so 1999. <laughs> <laughs> got a lot of kick it. Yeah, the lot of kick it. Which I believe was a Tupac song. Oh. Um, Bowman draft. Uh, oh, I was a refractor. So I mean, the the Kalenic regulars are going for about seventy or eighty bucks. He's so, got. That's a better looking auto. No. That is auto regular. No, it's not. No, that is. That's a better looking auto. That's a terrible looking auto. Nick Madrigal's auto is dumb. Nick Madrigal thinks you're dumb, dude. Well, probably. you guys are about the same size, so you could probably <laughs> play I could shortstop t- for the Chicago White Sox. So you're as saying well. I could take him? You it's, could. It's Mad Madrigal. Madrigal. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. We're but saying I, we're saying it completely wrong. Forever so. Madrigal to me. So. Mad is it Madrigal? Madrigal. Like Mad a, like gallbladder. Mad gall. Madrigal. 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 No, yeah, he Madrigal. should. No, he should go by Madrigal. Yeah, sounds better. <laughs> I'll contact him. Madrigal. Tell him to change the way he says his Wait, name. Wait, what's his first name again? Nick Madrigal. Madrigal. Nick Madrigal. Madrigal. Mm, no. Yeah, that that's terrible. No, no, don't like that. So, somebody send a tweet to him. Say, can we pronounce it this way? <laughs> Is that okay for Mojo Break? Is that okay if they say it this way? But we have optic football coming up next. Random team. So everybody's got a shot at the Jets and Giants. We've got eight left on that one, so it's getting close. Random team style, and we have the PYT. Uh, coming up as well. Before we move on to Transcendent, since we do have a few little bit of time now since we've got some spots left, I wanted to ask you guys, what – so Bowman, baseball in general, prospects, you know, they get drafted. Some of them get drafted out of high school. Some of them get drafted out of college. Most of them don't play right away for the most part. I'd say 90% of them don't play for the – what if we had that for football and basketball? So let's just say there was no agreement with college – football that they could sign cards so could you imagine what the market would be on let's just say Andrew Luck so right when he starts playing for Stanford Panini's able to put a card out of him and so you have three years of possible hype on a football quarterback before he even gets to the pros could you imagine what kind of market we would have in those two sports same thing with NBA so what if NBA but don't you kind of have that in the NFL, you have that with the but a very Leaf, short, short the Leaf All American release. No, but those guys are already out of college to be able to. No, sign no, those kids, those are high school, those are before they go to college. Okay, the All American. So that's I, I think uh, I think he had Christian McCaffrey at one point, but yeah, his All American is uh, it's not it's not All American. It's something else. It's he has basically 
a high school set before they go into. Well, how does he monetize that? Because I don't think you. I didn't think you could. Or maybe he can't pay them until afterwards. Or he maybe pays the parents. Okay, let's let me rephrase that. So what if, what if um, before they got to college, they already got drafted by like the Ravens, and then they like like so. Let's just say like theoretically here. So let's just say Andrew Luck committed to Stanford, but then he got drafted by the Colts. So he has four years of college before he actually gets onto the Colts. So it'd just be like a minor league system. But why? Why would players play four years in college? I'm not saying. I'm just. I'm saying. Like, let's just take this. For, like, could you imagine what the prices would be on those two sports? Because we don't have for baseball. You have two to three, four years of a prospecting of a guy before. So you have a lot of action. That's why you're seeing all this hype on these guys. They might Nolan Gorman may not be playing for the Cardinals until 2024. So it sounds like you want like an elementary school basketball set. <laughs> you want like a Jimmy Jimmy from you know Oakland is like he's he's a six two eighth grader. Better better get his auto right now. Hold right. on to it. Or Zion. What if Zion had Prism autos right now, like prospect Prism autos? It would only work if they were already drafted, though, because I don't think anybody really, like, with Bowman, it's a perfect storm because these guys are drafted and they, you know, it takes three or four I, years. I think what can change this, this is a good point, but I think what it can change is if collegiate players start getting paid and are able to hire agents, then they will be able to sign cards while they're in college and be able to make money. And if they can do that, then you better believe Pinini's going to start making college draft sets right before they get right before they get drafted but i think it really it what, what would make that happen is that you gotta allow the college players to get paid right and you know what how about if you were to do that how about if you were to tell college players we're gonna open it up you can hire an agent and you can monetize yourself as much as you want we're not gonna pay you the school's not gonna pay you but we're gonna allow you to be able to get endorsement deals and do whatever you got to do from a marketing standpoint for yourself. Right. Um, what we'll do is we'll allow you, you to use our, our branding behind right. it. Yeah. Like, so if you go to Notre Dame, you can, you can basically be pictured in your Notre Dame Jersey. Right. But you can, you, I'm just saying, yeah, exactly. I mean, it would Bowman draft works because it's a pro team on there. I don't know. Like Colts fans are not going to, like be paying attention to Andrew Luck while he's on Stanford if he's not drafted, right? So I'm saying it might be a little different, but you have those pivotal guys like Zion that, or you know, these guys coming out of like the Oregon quarterback that if they had cards now, there would be a big market for them. So I'm just saying, it, it takes baseball is such an interesting, and if you don't collect baseball and you're like, what are these guys, these kids on these cards? It's exciting because you have so much growth possibilities with basketball and football. Once they're drafted, you know pretty much within the first year if they're going to be good or not. With baseball, Trout got sent down. 2009, his cards weren't selling for anything. He he made, he got called up. He got sent down. Everybody was doom and gloom on Mike Trout. And, and he obviously bounced back to where he is today. Same thing with a lot of other guys have a lot of similar stories to this. Imagine if you had that with other sports is what I'm saying. It, 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 would, it would be a much longer term, and there would be so much more hype involved. I'm just, I was just, man, because I, you know, I love Bowman, you and that's know, one of the reasons why I like it. You know, it's funny you bring up Trout because I actually – I remember when that happened. We were just getting into the industry, and I remember Trout being a prospect and Trout coming out Baseball America. He was a number one prospect. I think he got called up struggled got sent down mm -hmm. and you saw the 
same thing kind of happened with Byron Buxton. Yep. And Byron Buxton was Baseball America's number one prospect. And this is probably three to four years after Trout, right? Yep. So at that point, I was actually speculating. I was like, Buxton's going to do the same thing. I mean, Baseball America is usually not wrong. when they Usually when they say, when they label somebody as the first, like the number one prospect, that player usually pans out. Yeah. Um, and Buxton got called up again. He was on the team, and he just he struggled. He he's still struggling. He yeah. He, the issue with Buxton is that he just can't can't really hit at that at the major league level. Right. right. But I actually thought we were going to see a, the same kind of thing with Buxton. I thought he was going to blow up. Yeah. And it's probably just t- times probably pass on him. He's got he's got a good glove. He's fast. He won. I think hit. he won. I think he won a gold glove. Yeah. So he's he's good um, at that. But he's he's not gonna, what's going to sell cards. And, but he's, and he's you, on the Twins. You got You got to hit home runs. But getting back to Baseball America's, just think about it. Like the last couple of years, the the number one prospects have panned out. Every and I mean now I Correa. think it, uh, Glaber Torres I yeah. think was number one. Uh, right now, do you have Vlad? Is it Vlad Guerrero? That is number one. Um, well, I know, in or the, is it, or is it uh, Jimenez? Believe it or not, Wander Franco is way out there, the guy for the Rays. But uh, I was, I, but I'm trying to think who is who is number one right now. I I want to say it's either it's either still Gleber Torres. Maybe they haven't come out with a, a a list since he was number one. Or it could be Jimenez. Vlad or, Vlad's Vlad, number one. Tati, Vlad's number one. Tatis is two. Jimenez is three, Robles is four, Kyle Tucker's five, Senzel's six, Royce Lewis is seven, Whitley's eight, Brendan Rogers is nine. I, I would say this. I, this is crazy because I know Vlad's prices are through the roof right now, mm-hmm. but there may still be room to grow with Vlad. I don't know, man. I mean, he's young still. He's like 19, so. But, I mean, dude, he may he may come into the league, and I, I don't know if he's going to be playing next year, but his first full season – he may be the best player in the league, hitting-wise. Could be. He, he may actually be the best player in the league. And if you compare those prices to Trout... Yeah. Well, that's and, what I think people he, are doing, and they're justifying running those auctions. I, yeah, but those what what's his base auto selling for? It, like, last time I checked, it was like 1500 bucks or something like that. His uh, first Bowman. I'll look it up right now. 2000... 2006, it was Chrome. 2016 Bowman Chrome? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Or it might have been 2016, yeah. 2016 Bowman um, Chrome? Yeah, one nine five ten. Four days left is at $900. Yeah. It, Four days left. It's it, like a $2,000 card. But, I mean, you, he comes into the league and he, he I, that could be a six seven eight thousand dollars $8,000 card. Could be. Uh, somebody's trying to get 25000 for an orange. Um, a orange shimmer with bids. Sixty five hundred. I actually, I hate. To, I don't. I don't think you can miss on that. Mm, I, don't, okay. I. I think that's. I actually think if you got the money, I don't think you can miss. Well, maybe I'll buy one. Maybe you should. I don't think I have enough money, but we'll try. All right. So last segment, transcendent. We broke two cases of transcendent. Two thousand eighteen transcendent. Trans. Uh, tra- transcendent. 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 Tops transcendent baseball last Friday. Only eighty three cases made. Um, we've got one more coming up next week, and uh, man, it, this stuff we've watched and done these cases over the last three years i gotta say this is probably the most loaded release because of the rookie class in this with otani soto akuna um glaber and um the the superfractors are beautiful we've got some images from the stuff that we pulled 
and we probably pulled the top cut. If you guys didn't already uh, see, we'll play a little video. Um, we pulled the Chipper Jones Super Fractor one on one, which was really nice. The Mike Trouts are beautiful. Um, they knocked it out of the park on this. I mean, it is thirty thousand dollars. It should be really good. Um, but we did pull the Babe Ruth cut in our case one, and we have a little video um, of us pulling it. You you can uh, watch that on YouTube, and we'll just like play the audio um, right now and the video on the screen in case you miss it. Dan's as cool as a cucumber. <laughs> so, our first Babe Ruth. I'll be honest, I would have probably threw my shirt off if I pulled that Babe Ruth. <laughs> Man, I would have loved to see that. I, maybe, hey, well, maybe the next one we do if we pull the JFK. Let's make yes. that. Let's make that. If we pull I, the JFK in the next one, maybe as cool as a cucumber. Dude, I'm holding the camera. What do you want me to do? Dude, if I drop the camera <laughs> <laughs> on the Babe Ruth, Dude, I just, <laughs> I mean, that could go wrong. I could, can't, can't have that happen. But you didn't even make any facial. It was like, it was like you just pulled a, a Nathan Peterman on it. You're just the same expression. Dude, hey, hey, Nathan I'm about, Peterman is a Raider now. I'm about the quality of the broadcast. You were. I'm about the quality of the broadcast. You gotta, you gotta keep it real. Speaking of that, I think I want to get a tripod for next. And you time. gotta, you gotta act like you've been there before, man. You've been there where you pulled Five. Babe Ruth all day. I I got to act like it. You got to act like you've been there. It's like scoring a touchdown. You don't, like, have a touchdown dance. You just hand the ball to the ref like like Barry Sanders. Or LT, right? And LT used to do that. Chris one more time. Let's check it out. Was my – did I react? Oh, my God. Babe Ruth. Did I react too much or was it not enough, guys? I think it was a should little I, Should I have taken my shirt off? I think you should have acted like you've been there before. <laughs> I love the slow mo. Your eyes didn't pop out like that other guy. I know. Well, yeah, they might have. So, and that's why you guys, not to pat ourselves on the back, but that's why you should vote for us for best show. And because we actually open the product. A lot of these shows, they don't even open a product, but they're going to talk about it. They're going to talk about it based on sell sheets. We open up every product. So, you know. And uh, pick up your spot for the Transcendent on Friday. Yeah. Don't forget about that. Well, we do. We have another version of Transcendent coming out Friday. And it's Otani Transcendent. Basically, it's Japan Edition Transcendent. S cheaper spot prices, chance to go meet and hang out with Otani in L.A. in February. And only 50 cases. Only 50 Un cases made. Unlike unlike uh, the regular Transcendent, which had 83. 83 cases, yep. We have 50. 50 cases. And it's uh, $312.50 a spot with a guaranteed card. And it's 64 total spots. You're guaranteed a card. And I'll uh, go through what's included in this Transcendent Japan Edition, which these cards will sell very well. Both these guys are huge sellers in this and, hobby. And the passes are going to be insane. The passes There's are going to be There's only 50 ridiculous. of them. People are speculating that this is going to have the Otani set. The Transcendent in, in Scottsdale is going to have the... Um, the Trout set. Trout set. This is going to have the Otani rookie set, the Through the Years set. Yep. Uh, they're... I actually... The passes right now for the Mike Trout party are selling for about 7500 That's like the starting point. Yep. I actually think the... Tr I think the Otani passes... Which is be, way more than we ever paid. Uh, yeah. And I think... Ota we, we, I think the highest we paid was five. Yeah. Or, or not even that uh, for prior years. 
So I think the Otani is going to go for a little bit north of 10, 10 grand. Could be. Um, so you got that. So that's what the box includes. So you get the one VIP uh, invitation to the Shohei Otani event in um, – actually, it'll be in April. Sorry, not February. April in L.A. One signed and inscribed 8x10 photo of Shohei Otani is one of the items. One signed ball with inscription of Shohei Otani. One Shohei Otani through the years 101 rookie auto. And Topps actually released a checklist so you can find out all the years. So similar to what they did with Trout, this is going to be Otani's rookie card, though. So that's going to be the difference. The Trout wasn't a rookie card. This is going to be a rookie card, one of one, 91 Tops, 90 Tops, 52, all that stuff. They're going to have different years of Otani. Then there'll be um, five uh, – or no, I'm sorry, there's 10 Transcendent Collection autos, all numbered to five or less, including two 101s. Should be both Otani and Ichiro. So I'm assuming there's probably going to be five Otani and five Ichiro. Um, a set of serial-numbered base cards, 30 of which will be Otani rookies, and 20 of Ichiro. So the worst you could do for $312 is get an Ichiro base card. Um, I mean, I think even some of these base rookie cards are going to go for almost the spot price because it's Otani. So, uh, and it's, it's hyped up, so... Um, 64 total spots. We've already sold a few spots. It's going to be fun, guys, and it's going to have that uh, that extra added value, that pass. So I would check that out, mojobreak.com, and uh, chase some Otani stuff. And we also going to have one more case of regular Transcendent. If you're like, hey, I want to chase those huge cuts and everything like that, we're going to have one more case on the website. I think we're going to do it next Wednesday night uh, at mojobreak.com. So right after Christmas, treat yourself. Pass is included. And the pass is included on that. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. All right, guys, so we have Optic. What's Optic down to? Uh, we got – let me see. I was just looking at it. I think we have a few We have a few spots left still. So Okay, so Optic is coming up next, guys. Random team style. So fill that up. Brand new football product, on-card rated rookie autos. So check it out. Four left. Four left. So we're right close to breaking that one. So um, check that out on the site. We also have um, Dynasty tonight. We've got Revolution tonight. Playbook football tonight. All Galactic, on the schedule. Galactic's going crazy on eBay, guys. That's what I hear, man. It's crazy. That's I actually finally opened the first box uh, as a personal. I didn't get an auto, but it was it was those are some really nice looking cards. So revolution. So um, I'm trying to get my uh, my outro song here, but my hey. my Mac. But uh, check us out, mojobreak.com. Follow us on Twitter, mojobreak underscore com, and same thing on Instagram. And uh, you can listen to all our prior episodes on podcasts. I actually have a really cool little app that I've downloaded. It's called Overcast. kind of consolidates all your podcasts into one. If you have an iPhone, I don't know if it's available for Android. I know it's available for iPhone. It's a pretty cool podcast app. It helps you notify when you, your favorite podcasts get uploaded. So uh, be sure to check that out. And uh, we'll see you guys shortly. Breaking Optic. Peace. Bang. Make sure to grab your spots at MojoBreak.com. And we will see you next time on the... <laughs> Hi. No.